Just kidding. Here we are, everybody. It's the Shoot Brothers Podcast, the one and only wrestling podcast. We did not travel to Saudi Arabia, so we have to safe and sound here in snowy North Canada. Uh, yeah, we've, uh, the week of wrestling. Everything's going on. We got Revolution this weekend. We got Super Showdown just happened. Raw, the NXT, all that stuff. Tweet of the week. Trivia. We got it all. You got awesome. it all. We got it all. Of course we do, Mike. Yes, you are Mike the Shoot Shepherd, and I, of course, Cameron Osborne. Oh, yeah. Forgot the names. Forgot oh, the names, but hey, that's okay. That's okay. You'll forgot yeah. the most important name there is. That is the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> this is the Shoot Brothers. <gasps> Um, it's true. Our flights were not delayed. <laughs> Our return flights were not held back for whatever reason. That was we got home safely. Uh, and we, yeah, we're back to the snow. We're back to the snow. We did not go to Saudi Arabia. Um, but <laughs> goddamn it, I wish I wish we did. I wish we did. I'm gonna say it. Uh, yeah, you I, like. You I don't think I've ever like. seen that many fireworks used concurrently, and I think uh, seeing that it was pretty. Yeah, pretty. There good. Were a lot of pretty fireworks at some point. There was a lot of fireworks, of course. You are talking about Super Showdown, which just happened. At least it feels like it just happened. Uh, The mental stress that it's laid on me ever since it did happen. I was watching it live, too. I was one of those suckers who sat on his fucking couch at noon, uh, hoping for the best, hoping for the best. But before we get to all of our wrestling week, uh, we do have some news. So we are going to take it around the ring. Around the ring, 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 around the ring. Mike, you got some news for us this week. Yes, so uh, I think this news broke a few days ago, but Samoa Joe has been suspended for 30 days. What? Yeah. Joe? Wildness violation. I know he gets injured. He comes back. He gets hurt again. He now this and uh, yeah, they don't like we said before. They don't uh, they don't uh, rat out the exact drug or whatever substance you used. But uh, he was caught with something for the wellness violation. That's that's Nui Buenos. Mm, uh, so it, I mean, I guess it, in most recent memory has been um, Roman Reigns juicing kick. And Andrade's Coke-fueled uh, U.S. championship party. Uh, those, <laughs> yeah. At least that's, that's what we're going off of um, until we're proved otherwise. Um, Samoa Joe's been back and forth from injury. Maybe, uh, you know, taking some HGH, trying to, <laughs> trying to heal up. Uh, I mean, I guess so. But he's, uh, you know, his body type, he just has to be big. He doesn't have to be muscular. I think he is also older and especially, you know, yeah, being a bigger guy. I think he's definitely at least 40 years old. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's too bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what uh, if he was gonna have anything big going on for WrestleMania, anyways. Probably but. not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably not. So. He never seems he never seems to get that <laughs> fair chance. Either he's hurt yeah. or uh, somebody else is hurt or something. Well, that's a bummer. You yeah, know, I remember a bunch doesn't... of years ago, uh, maybe he's taken that. Uh, Ray Lewis was taking like deer hormones because he had a tricep tear so he could get back in time for the Super Bowl. Uh, maybe he's taking a page out of the Ray Lewis deer hormone book. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, you know, so we can I get back. Uh, but 30 days with, um, he could come back for me. He can come back for me. He could make Mania. it back in time to be in the, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. The Andre the Memorial Giant Battle? Yeah. That's, uh, that's <laughs> the only place that he'd probably get into at this point. Or United States Championship. I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what uh, see what you're up to, Joe. We don't know. I want to know what have you been doing. Yeah, we wish you the we wish you we wish you the best with that too. Yeah. Um, another one. Someone who hasn't been around as much lately. Sasha Banks, who's dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, she's also has been off filming because she will appear in season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, isn't that fun? Yeah, I uh, I haven't seen season one yet, but I've heard very good things about it. Do you have your subscription to Disney lowercase t? Uh, no, but I could find ways around that. I'm, I'm sure it could be found. Heard a lot of good things. I, too, have not seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no reason, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I like Star Wars. I'm just not diehard I mean, that I have to. Like, this be could like, be. This could be. This could be the reason to check it out. Do we know if Sasha Banks has a, uh, like a one of those CGI type of roles, or will her face be covered? Um, uh, I don't know. I want to see the blue hair. I hope. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? We could see the blue I mean, hair. That you know, that's in. Yeah, that's, that's spacey. You know. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, yeah. Didn't Laura Dern have like purple hair in the last movie? One of them. She did, and it was short. Yeah, so, so. Uh, the magic of film. Isn't that right, Mike? Yeah. The magic yeah, of c- the cinema. Love film. I quite often will uh, get sidetracked on this show and have a brief film talk episode. There, film talk. Film talk. Uh, but let's go. More news because there was a little Q&A today, or I don't know when it was, this week with uh, Cody Rhodes talking about AEW stuff. Hmm. And someone specifically asked him about pay-per-views coming to UK, Mexico, or Canada. And Cody bets this fan that asked, he says, I'll bet you $100 that they'll make it to Canada for a pay-per-view this year. 2020? He, he bets the fan 100 bucks oh this God. year. Oh, my God. And Cody, and Cody Rhodes is smart with money. He He's wouldn't smart. make that bet unless he knew yeah. he was going to win that bet. He said Tony Khan owns the four seasons in Toronto, so they got, I don't know. No shit. No so, shit. Uh, so we'll, we'll be keeping our, our ears to the ground on that one. Keeping our ears to the ground and our eyes to the sky. <laughs> An AEW pay-per-view at the uh, at the ACC would be yeah. nothing short of surreal. That'd be damn good. It would be damn good. Oh, my God. It's got me so excited just even thinking about that. <laughs> uh, I guess one final piece because we are going around the ring. We got to talk about... The big fight, that boxing match from last Saturday. WWE superstar Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, yes. Tyson Fury, uh, who, who superstar. Who as a heavyweight boxer. Uh, yeah, that was more. That was, it was a mauling is what it was. Just like from the second round on, Wilder was a dead man. That was a fun fight. Ever after, he t- after he took that stiff uh, stiff shot to his ear. <laughs> he was, he was bleeding, bleeding from the ear. Bleeding out ever like, after that. Like, uh, yeah. You know, of course, ending with the towel, the the, yeah. the throwing the throw in the in towel. towel. It was... wasn't as dramatic as I pictured yeah, that happening. It was like uh, it was like Patrick Kane's overtime goal. You didn't really see it at first. Like it looked like to me, the ref stopped it, and then on the replay, you could see the towel. And well, yeah, I think because that that per, that per, his particular corner was like the opposite corner, so there's no camera on it. While yeah. the other action's happening, and then it wasn't until kind of like everyone figures out what's going on, mm-hmm. do you realize? But apparently, it? as soon as as soon as the manager even steps on the corner, you're already at that point four footing. You don't have to throw the towel in. Oh yeah, it's not a I literal towel like, throw. throw from the ground. But anyways, what a fight that was! Fucking Fury licking his blood at one point, just being a crazy. So what's next? What's next <laughs> for uh? What's next for Tyson? WrestleMania. Fury? WrestleMania. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I did see a little clip of Hunter and Steph with uh, Tyson Fury. I guess they were there at the fight, and I guess I guess they went backstage yeah. uh, briefly sure to say good luck. Personal guests. 
I'm sure they were, you know, with the amount that yeah. he's probably getting paid by WWE. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can invite you can invite a couple people. Yeah. So he yeah, he'll he'll show up at WrestleMania. Um, maybe uh, maybe he'll win yeah. that Andre the Memorial Giant battle. <laughs> that's that's not out of the realm of possibility. That's 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 that sounds kind of like it would be appropriate, right? It adds that like uh, star element to something before the show, yeah. just like they tried to do with the uh, the SNL guys last year. And, and then he'll sing American Pie again. He could, he uh, could, and then easy. and then uh, WWE would take credit for like the largest, the most amount of people singing along to American <laughs> Pie. That would be like the new record uh, that they would yeah. cl- they would claim to hold, whatever okay. the whatever the numbers are there in Tampa. <laughs> All right, and that's everything from around the ring. That, that was got. fantastic. That was fantastic. You know what? I think um, I just thought about this. Uh, that Cody Rhodes little speculation fact. Uh, you might have heard from uh, AEW has a podcast out there now. This maybe he just I just uh, noticed this yeah. morning that the episode with him was on it. So uh, isn't it? Uh, it's Aubrey Edwards and uh, Tony Schiavone and Tony. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the hosts. The two, uh, uh, yeah, I gotta check that one. Gotta check it out. Gotta check it out. I think uh, the Mox Man was on the first episode. Yeah, that'd be good. It seems like uh, it's it's shoot. I saw though. yeah, I saw some clips from the first episode, and Aubrey was like, I, I thought for sure Dean was staying at WWE and all this shit. Yeah, it's shoot because yeah, yeah, I, I haven't listened to it, but even this the description he taught like the John in the John Mox description, it talks about like his jump to WWE, and you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, all right. Speaking of WWE, let's jump to our home country. Let's get Let's get They should. I don't know why they spaced it. They were in Vancouver like two weeks ago, and now they're in Winnipeg. They could have put them closer together. But, uh, uh, was it SmackDown in Winnipeg or in Vancouver? Oh yeah, I guess was it was it? SmackDown in Vancouver. So now that there is no wild card, it, uh, yeah, that's fair. Because there's absolutely no wild card, and you know what? Now that I've just thought about it, they're, they've been pretty good on that. They've been good since Survivor Series. You know, we haven't really had much cross. I guess it was beginning. Yeah, beginning of October was when they switched over the uh, the brand, like the the brand, uh, Fox USA, and then there was yeah. a little bit of like a couple weeks there when they were still figuring it out, but then all the dust settled. And uh, they've done done well. Well, Uh, you've done good. You've done good, kids. You've done good. So, yeah, a couple things on Raw. What happens? There wasn't much. Alistair Black and Eric Rowan, their feud continues. The cage, we still don't get any more teases. Nope. Yeah, yeah. The cage has cooled down a little bit. No one's interacting with the cage anymore. It's still there. Yeah, we haven't uh, had a bite though. We haven't had a bite in a month, two month and a half. I don't no, know. no, no. It no still blood. has the little burlap sack over top of it. Yeah, those sorts uh, of things. Yeah, Randy Orton does another promo on Edge. You know, we're still. It's only a matter of time till Edge is back. He's gonna have to come back. I think we saw that. Uh, they announced during Super Showdown that Beth Phoenix is uh, will be on Monday Night Raw to talk about how how Edge is doing. Yeah, so there, maybe Randy Orton comes out and he's about to hit her, and then there's your return for Edge or something. Maybe. Um, it really begs the question, do I think Randy Orton could hit a woman? Uh, and that answer is... Uh, maybe, he could. Maybe. Will they let him? Maybe. Will they let him? Will they uh, let him deliver just this raucous RKO to, uh, to a woman? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite signs of the night, because they are in Winnipeg after all, was the... 
CFL is greater than XFL. So <laughs> I'm I did sure not, Vince I did not catch that. Up. Yeah, it probably got taken away. Vince probably like, get that damn son out of there. But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, we had the contract signing for the Women's Elimination Chamber. Jerry Lawler out there. Uh, Liv Morgan, you know, she gets everything. They all start to fight. She punches Ruby Riot. Shayna Baszler ends up standing tall. Uh, yeah, Becky comes out at one point, beats her up, and they get broken up. So there you go. There you we know, go. Yeah, that the, contract the is signed. Um, I find it weird that all I find it weird that all three people of this Riot Squad are in this match. Yeah, especially uh, I mean, like Ruby Riot coming back. She was the leader. Okay, cool. Yeah. Liv Morgan came back. That's cool. Sarah Logan hasn't. Sarah Logan hasn't done anything to deserve. It's just I'm just thinking around. I guess I guess everybody here, everybody in this match is on Raw, though. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm sure there's someone else on Raw that they could have put in. That I'm just trying. I'm trying to think. I mean, even Lana. Lana's been more relevant storyline. Even even been more relevant. Yeah, that's exactly it. Even if it's uh, the the even if she's in there eliminated in five seconds, boom, done. But whatever. Maybe Sarah Logan. She'll do something at some point. They're gonna tease some Riot Squad tension. But, uh, uh, yeah, that was most of the stuff. The main event was Randy Orton versus Kevin Owens. And then uh, during the match, Owens or Randy Orton hits his draping DDT. And then the ref makes a super fast three count. So something's up there. He's crooked. And then after the match, uh, Owens gets a hold of him, rips his shirt off, and he's got the Messiah shirt underneath. So I don't know. Was the, was the ref just a big Rollins fan or did he hire him ahead of time? We don't know. <laughs> uh yeah that's fun i mean um god what yeah what's seth rollins what's kevin owens doing what's kevin owens doing for wrestlemania he's got something to uh, um, i don't know is he gonna be with rollins still by then if they i wonder i don't know every week kevin owens has a new tattoo have you seen this have you seen yeah, this have you heard about growing. this what was, <laughs> yeah what was the new edition this week I was, it was something on his hands yeah, like on the Have back of his Finn, palms. Finn Balor's got weird tattoos. Finn Balor's adding them on too. I think the like, uh, WWE tattoo, tiny little ones. The yeah. uh, tattoo policy has really uh, has really changed lately. Yeah, for some at least. Yeah, that's what uh, it is. Ruby Riot has a big neck tattoo now. Yeah, honestly, caught always, that. Yeah, she's always she's here. always been pretty good or pretty um, inked. And Alistair um, Black really like figured it out, right? Like, what's how do I not have to go to Saudi Arabia? Just get a <laughs> tattoo of something that their country won't allow to be shown or something like that because it's yeah, a witch, like a, I think. A cross something or, pagan or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's like a devil with a cross on his head or something. I don't know. Yeah, do something that would upset them. And then like Vince has no choice. But he's like, sorry, man, you're not even allowed to yeah, go. Thank, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> watch, uh, watch everyone just popping up like yeah, cross tattoos and devils on their back and stuff. <laughs> Everyone's just getting new tattoos. Uh, yeah, so we let's just jump right over to Saudi Arabia then while we're on the the WWE train. Review. We're going to Saudi, baby, and we're almost there. We're quite frankly, quite frankly, yeah. it's uh, there was no plane problems. They treated us very well. <laughs> <clears throat> everything um, was smooth. Uh, everything was fine. Of course, the reports right out the bat was that uh, they weren't flying as many people over to avoid because I guess that was yesterday yeah. and they're in SmackDown right no, now. No fifty-man battle royals. No fifty-man battle royal because it does. I do always. I do often do wonder. Uh, 
Like, how many extra people are there? Like, how many people are backstage at any given show just waiting for Vince McMahon to say, hey, get out there? Yeah, uh, sure, yeah, at least uh, half a dozen or so. Yeah, it would make you think, right? Let's uh, let's say, I mean, even on a show like we just saw on uh, what? So we uh, even like Monday Night Raw, we had we we had Rand, Randy and Kevin Owens, like we said. I think we had Carrillo, Garza, Ricochet was there, Alistair Black, Rowan. You know, we're kind of at you know we're we're coming up to ten. You know, let's say you have maybe 10, 15 people who show up on a show. Is there like thirty waiting back there? Yeah, I mean, there are a bunch of guys. What's that, Titus O'Neil doing week to week? Yeah, <laughs> or, I mean, where's he's Apollo definitely at Cruz? every Raw. He's, yeah, they're on. They're traveling every week. They're at every Raw and SmackDown, whether they get used or not. That's funny. Some of them I find that, uh, yeah, I, I just find it funny. And, yeah, I mean, that's their life, some of them. So. That's their life. And do you think that they, like, have to get, like, do you, do you get greased up, like, ready to go? Or do you just kind of sit in the locker room? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess the, I so many, uh, so many, I just, I, think, I just have le I legit. I don't questions. think you're like geared up. I think you don't put the gear on unless you know you're wrestling, right? Or like some of the female performers won't get the whole makeup job, uh, because they might not be going out there. Yeah, but I just this gen just genuine question that I've wondered because oh, see, the so backstage world, we want to know, we want to peek behind the curtain, we wanna, we wanna see behind the that curtain, we wanna see into Gorilla. As yeah, it were, exactly. right? We want to know how it is. But yes, we're in Saudi and not that many people are there. Just the specific amount of people apparently needed for the matches uh, so we can return to SmackDown Live. Um, yeah. But let's kick it off. You know, I, didn't, yes. I, I did not watch the pre-show. Uh, yeah, Viking Raiders versus OC. Not much. Ivar goes for a moonsault at one point. But uh, Gallows and Anderson hit the Magic Killer, get the win. That's it. The show kicks off, however, though, with this uh, big trophy gauntlet match thing. The two-wake mountain trophy. Two-wake. Yes, yes, named after a mountain. There you go. Not not uh, named after a trophy. Huh. But, uh, yeah, so this, this big shiny yellow thing, whatever it is there. It was there. Uh, let's start off with our truth taking on Bobby Lashley, who, uh, truth, he did the long entrance ramp, so he got to do his full extended What's up? Versus, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Lana, she so Lana flew all this way to come out with Lashley for like ten seconds and at the top of the ramp, and then turn around, go back, and she had the whole traditional Saudi woman's outfit on. Now, whose decision? Like, who makes that decision? Right? Is that the Saudi prince wanting Lana? Or <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I because I mean, because surely Vince wouldn't a, like pay like because you yeah. you're paying somebody to just do that. Yeah, is it like, worth it? 60 grand just to show up and turn around. Yeah. Hey, man. Fly back. Why not? For a 15 hour flight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there they started off. Uh, I don't know if this happened to everyone, but the beginning of the show, the audio sounded fucked up for me. There were a couple technical glitches. Yeah. I noticed that yeah. one. I also noticed a couple, like, and this is just like my speculation, but it, it, like some of the fireworks didn't go off at the exact right time that they wanted them to. On, oh, on like in sync with the the musics or the poses or, or just like yeah there'd be yeah, a couple seconds of awkward pause and you're like oh sort of sounds like yeah. something should have happened there or i think uh, i did definitely hear a microphone cut out like the uh ring microphone cut out one time yeah to me it just sounded like the quality would drop like it sounded like they were speaking through like a cell phone or something at one point. but then it came back and then it was fine for a while and yeah. Then, uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but anyways lashley truth uh lashley goes for a spear truth ducks it 
He Lashley hits the ring post, just falls backwards over Truth, who rolls him up for the three count. So Lashley's a sore loser, beats him up after, and he got him pretty good because Truth is just bleeding out of the face, his cheeks all swollen, mm-hmm. busted open. So Lashley was stiff here, but uh, the gauntlets continues. Truth taking on Andrade, who's back from suspension, just in time for that Saudi paycheck. Just in time for that paycheck, baby. Yeah, you know, he takes advantage of the injured Truth. He's in control. He goes for his big back elbow, but then him and Truth just bonk heads. And Truth falls backwards on top of Andrade to get another fluky three count. So he's can he do it? Yeah, he he he's on a he's he's hot right now. You know, is this is this the comedy angle we've been waiting for? Yeah, you know, and he's got his Cena gear. He's still doing all the Cena stuff as well. He was setting up Uh, for the AA a couple times. (laughs) Yeah, he still hasn't hit the AA. He's done the knuckle shuffle, but he'll hit he'll hit it one time. He'll hit it on John. I hope. (laughs) Uh, But the next opponent, we got Truth taking on Eric Rowan. Who's uh, the cage is here? It made it through customs. Whatever is inside. Yeah, the cage made it through customs, all right. Yeah. Uh, which is don't you don't need to worry about. It, so I guess yeah. it. Uh, we got we got a cage, or the cage took a bump as well because they're they're fighting outside. Rowan drop kicks Truth into the steps, knocks the cage off, and then Rowan gets pissed as if it's not his fault. So mm-hmm. he picks up the stairs, hits Truth with it, causing the DQ. Uh, then he hits Truth with an iron claw and leaves the cage. So three in a row for Truth. He's on a roll here. Can he make it four? I don't know. He's got to take on the phenomenal one. AJ Styles he's, comes out. He's got the big advantage. He's taking his time. He's mocking Truth. He's doing all these white man version of <laughs> Truth dances. His dad dancing. Yeah, dad dances. Uh, but then eventually he quits fooling around. He locks in the calf crusher, and Truth taps out. The miracle run is over. That was too bad. Mighty Casey has struck out. That was too bad. I know, you know, uh, R Truth is going on. R Truth had me going there for a little bit too. It was fun. Yeah. yeah apparently, uh, I haven't watched it, but he's got his own twenty four seven special <laughs> that, that just came out after this. Oh, I'm sure fun. it would actually probably be, you know, seeing him uh, out of character would probably be kind of fun. Probably. Instant. Yeah. But uh, we go to the final man, AJ Styles taking on Rey Mysterio. Uh, Rey's music plays, but he doesn't come out. And then we see footage backstage of Gallows and Anderson beating up Ray. So Styles grabs a mic and he says, "Well, looks like Ray's not getting up, so I win by forfeit." It's not uh, raise my hand. He's not wrong. Yeah, but the ref says, "Well, AJ." So they talk to the timekeeper. He says, "If the opponent doesn't make it to the ring by a count of ten, AJ will be the winner." So the ref starts counting, and then we cut backstage again. We see Gallows and Anderson have been writhing in the in pain on the floor and then these boots and a long black coat walk by we all know who it is it's the undertaker so the gong hits and it's like four minutes pass by of this entrance uh, <laughs> i'm pretty yeah. sure half of the match length was big dong and onwards yeah oh yeah it was way longer than the actual <laughs> it was way longer than that to be because i kept thinking as soon as that whole time i'm thinking to myself like where's the ref's count right now yeah. Like, he, well, he, why did he stop counting just because somebody's music started? Well, I think he figured. Well, if someone's music played, that means Finley has approved it. That's a good point. We have a replacement. That's a good uh, point. Um, I picture like you know, like in a movie where there's the nuclear bomb thing, and you know, there's a little like plastic hatch over top of the button, and somebody yeah. needs to put the key <laughs> in the plastic hatch and opens the thing. Like that's <laughs> that's the level of security and control that Fit Finley has over who enters. Like, yeah. cause so, so if the big dong happened, Fitly put the key in the thing, he unlocked it, he pressed the button. 
and of course we get yeah the three and a half minute Undertaker entrance. Yeah. Um, so they gets in the ring. He doesn't even take off his coat. Doesn't even take his, off his coat. His, his hat. His hat. Yeah. So what he's doing Styles. He's just like no. He goes for a punch. Undertaker catches it. Hits a choke slam. Uh, yeah. No. Not even a tombstone. He gets hits a choke slam. Gets the win. Gets the trophy. But I'm sure we'll see a proper match between them at WrestleMania. Yeah. I. Wh- why? Like, I, like, not like why, but like why? <laughs> that's just, that's just my only uh, that's just my only question. I mean, um, yeah. I so I think it seems like uh, AJ Styles is WrestleManias have not. Uh, I don't want to say fallen flat. That might not be the right right word, but maybe not been what they could have been. I think we had him and Randy, we had him and Shinsuke, and him and Shane McMahon. Yeah, uh, which the Shane McMahon that was a really good match, but it. Uh, yeah, the opponents. He's never in the big fight. Yeah, he's or you, you know, I mean, this he had the, yeah the Shinsuke fight. You know, yeah, yeah I guess was, that was uh, that, that was the you know kind of Royal Rumble. Yeah, but then they put they it on the middle of the show. Exactly, put it on the middle of the show. You know, I mean, this had this. It's just weird. It's just weird. Why? Yeah, bring Taker back for a Mania match, but why AJ? Uh, I think they figure AJ can get a good match out of the Undertaker. You get a good match like, out of anybody, a guy like like AJ or Daniel Bryan, guys like that. You know they've learned a lesson. Don't put don't put Undertaker. Now, well, now there's your WrestleMania match, AJ Daniel Bryan. (laughs) (laughs) Take the two guys who can get good matches out of anybody and put them in a good match together. They're on different brands now, though. They're the oh right, 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 right. Um, But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this was booked. I mean, this was booked fun. I mean, like it is. It's a pointless. It was a pointless clear yellow plastic. Trophy. Yeah, we no one cares. So Taker, he walks by, he looks at it, and then he walk keeps walking. That's yeah, the, this is really this is really <laughs> just getting two birds stoned at once, right? Like bringing Taker in to Saudi because that has mm-hmm. to happen, and then setting up him and AJ uh, for Mania, and it was cool. Yeah. I did I did like you know yeah when Gallows and Anderson were down and like the, the way the camera panned around, uh, yeah. it was cool. It was a cool end. It was a cool uh, in- entrance, I should say. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, big fireballs shooting up. And all oh, you got so much pyro. Yeah. Uh, tag titles, SmackDown tag titles. Mm-hmm. New Day defending against Mismo. Mismo. And uh, this crowd, I enjoyed them for this match. I was surprised how much they loved Ms. Morrison. The crowd had it all. Yeah, the crowd was hot for these first two matches. Yeah, this little section here. They were doing the hey, hey, ho, ho, <laughs> Ms. and Morrison. And then, yeah, they were just chanting that. They were, uh, they they wanted to see this title change, and they got me on board with it. So, uh, yeah, eventually, Miz, he, uh, New Day hits the big ending. Miz breaks it up. So Kofi goes and launches himself over the top rope for his trust fall. But Miz avoids it, and fucking Kofi just slams on the floor. Yeah, Nobody that was that was stiff. Yeah, that was like over the top rope to the floor. Uh, Randy Orton did that bump years ago, broke his collarbone. So Yikes. I was surprised it did. So uh, they do that. Miz tags in. He hits a scroll crushing finale, but Biggie kicks out. So uh, the finish comes when Morrison hits Kofi with a chair behind the ref's back, and then Miz rolls him up for the three to win the tag team titles. So it was fun. But the crowd had me into it because they wanted Ms. Morrison to win, so I wanted that. Yeah, to crowd was oddly hot. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like for this match of all matches. Of all matches, right? I'm like, huh, yeah. like, why is this the one that gets you? I also, there was a moment in this match, too, where um, 
like, you know, and of course, it's Saudi Arabia, so we don't know what the hell is going on. But it's kind of like the women not being allowed barely at all. I mean, we had short of the match that we had. Lana was only allowed to be at the fucking top of the ramp and then had to go back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really funny. Big E doing normal Big E New Day stuff does that one bit where I think like he has you in like a headlock or like he kind of has your arms back when you're standing up and he kind of like he slaps your ass three or four times. Yeah. And yeah, it's that uh... it's classic Big E New Day just kind of haha everybody's having a fun time. But I yeah. thought I saw that. I'm like, huh. Like no, that's think, uh... the type of thing that or like, you know, that's something that nobody's commenting on and that but the women are really the problem. Yeah, and if the women's match did that, they'd probably be upset. Of course, of course, slapped. and you would think, but and, and, uh, and of course they shouldn't be. Obviously not, but you would think that they would have just as much reason to be yeah. upset about the men doing it. And the hip gyrating, like you, it's all, swiveling, it's he's, all he's a air humping. Weird. It's all a little bit weird. Who knows There's how it couple, works? Yeah, it's very. Uh, yeah, well, we all. What we, we all do know, know is that the new day works well <laughs> with everyone. Uh, yeah, and mean, all four, fun. all four dudes did something in a fun match. It's always weird when a title changes this closely to Mania. Um, well, this just allows the New Day to whenever they win it back. Now they're a seven time, eight time, nine yeah, time. Yeah, whatever, whatever the amount the of time is. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna go down. Their WWE's gonna recognize. They'll they'll call them like the best team of all time because they'll have all these records. So of course, Hall, they are Hall one of, the best of Famers teams. for sure. Nobody yeah. is doubting that. Yeah, but let's. Keep going here. Uh, Angel Garza taking on Humberto Carrillo, a match that we didn't really need to have added to the show. We've seen it on Raw a bunch lately, and uh, the finish was even the same as on Raw. They just go back and forth doing pinning attempts, and Garza gets the three counts. So. Man, this, uh, I don't know how you felt about this one. You know, there was a Carrillo came down in the ring with a huge firework display, but this match was gross. Uh,. uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how you felt about this one. This was slow in all the wrong ways. The crowd was super dead. I wonder if it was because they were hot for the last one. Um, yeah, I just uh, I just felt like this match didn't need to be. It on this felt show. so incredibly lackluster. It was the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It was. Yeah, I, mean, I was just saying they're like, why is this one on the show? Yeah. Um, it was one of three matches that were added after we. After we last spoke. <laughs> oh shit! So. Yeah. See, I guess I. Yeah, I guess. Oh, we have we have a couple more. <laughs> so we didn't even. Later. Yeah. But. Uh. Yeah. That's. All. I have nothing else to say. Yeah. Nothing else to <laughs> say. Could have gone. Yeah. These guys are going to. They're. I, they're going to do a luchador fucking WrestleMania U.S. title thing. Uh, yeah. That's we where we're going. We're going to the, these two. I think we have. On, Andrade Ray. Yeah. Well, on Monday Night Raw, I think they advertised that we're getting. Like the fi- it's it's a four person four man tag like the faces on the heels, so I guess it's Carrillo and Ray against Garza and Andrade. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I think that's what we're getting. Uh, I think that's what we're getting. All right, uh, let's go to the Raw Tag Team Championship here. Seth Rollins and Murphy taking on the Street Profits, and uh, the Street Profits are another one where they're allowed to do these things coming out with the cups you know like implying alcohol and talking about smoking weed and they want the smoke uh yeah, i don't think that stuff's allowed over there and uh, on this was uh, there was a lot of great signs this this was the first saudi show i noticed where the people sitting around where the camera can you know the sort of the camera's field of vision uh mm-hmm. made it feel most like a wrestling show i mean certainly compared to that first uh gr- the first greatest royal rumble right when the entire thing around was just saudi princes yeah this like, w- this actually chairs. had people 
kids. Yeah, you there looked was fans, like there was, kids. People had people signs. Excited. Lots of uh, medical masks on. There was a sign. Um, I don't know if you watch, uh, if you're familiar with Simon Miller of what uh, of what culture wrestling the youtube oh, channel he, yeah. he does an ups and downs for any like all the weekly stuff and things like that and lately people have been bringing signs uh that say simon miller give this an up and you'll see it on a <laughs> raw you'll see it on a smackdown you saw it on uh, AEW this week and there was somebody had one in saudi arabia <laughs> and I thought that was really cool. It was on there for just one second. You just catch it for a second. And, you know, just said, Simon Miller, give this an up. And uh, pretty cool. Well, yeah, good for that fellow. Yeah, uh, yeah this, this tag match, it was fine. Everyone got their little spots in. Uh, the finish comes when Rollins distracts Dawkins. Murphy hits his V-trigger. Rollins curb stomps him on the head on the apron. And then Murphy covers him for the win. Yeah, so, yeah, this yeah, was fine. Yeah. It was fine. It was. It was there. Yeah. Montez Ford gets that crazy height on that uh, splash that he does. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he gets like an extra foot. Somehow he gets people. he gets an extra foot. I also noticed for the I don't know he might have always had it, but uh, of course he's married to Bianca Belair, right? They're not just anyway. I'm I'm not, a, I'm I'm not sure. Either way, he's with Bianca Belair, and I noticed he has a tattoo on his like shoulder neck area dedicated to her. It's like the. The lipstick, and then it says EST. Aw. It's a little, little, yeah, little fun thing I noticed. That's adorable. Yeah, he might regret that tattoo one day. <laughs> Who knows? If I meet her. Ah, but let's go. We got uh, Dolph Ziggler coming out here to take on the local hero. Uh, he come, he shows up every six months when they come to Saudi. Uh, Mansoor is here. I so. did, yes, of course. I uh, I think I was checking up his thing. I think the last match he had on that last thing that he was in was that uh, fifty man rumble. Yeah, the one that he won. Yeah, I, th I believe so. We don't we don't see this guy very often. No, I mean he's part of NXT, but he never wrestles there either. So I don't know what they're. I mean they 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 clearly like him or they want him to be some sort of star, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, he kicks out of a zigzag, and then he hits an inverted sliced bread, followed by a moonsault to get the win. He um, had uh, he did a cool thing. He it, he like a uh, he uh, fuck what was it? It was like a DDT in the corner, but he kind of like yeah. runs up the ropes. It was the yeah the inverted sliced bread. The inverted sliced bread. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, so the normal sliced bread is where he has like the head the other way, but yeah, this time he I never I'd never seen it done that way before, which was very. Yeah, cool move. Yeah, no, I didn't. I I don't think I don't think I've ever seen that uh, that ever, yeah, so. and it was pretty cool. And yeah. uh, same kind of guy. So who's you know who's going to give you a good match? Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Like it's you know super. He's he's so reliable. Mm -hmm. So why the hell not? Yeah, yeah. We'll see you in six months, Mansoor. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Uh, uh, oh no, he was on uh, he was on NXT TV. Oh no, it was dark match. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, but no, so so he is part of NXT. I just don't. Yeah, they just don't want him on TV yet. Okay. Yeah. The last non. No, he was on. A, he was on an episode of NXT back in November. And then, uh, and, and then before that, it was Crown Jewel. Hmm. So yeah, he's doing house shows. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they want him to uh, work on his craft a bit more. Yeah, he's there. Why not? He's there. But uh, let's go to this WWE <laughs> ooh, championship. He, ooh, he took like twelve losses in a row. Uh, <laughs> somewhere, uh, somewhere around here. So he's yeah. So he's not that protected at this point. 
Only in Saudi, he's invincible. He's losing to guys that I've never heard of. Brendan Vink. <laughs> Vink, Vink, V-I-N-K. Yeah. Uh, what uh, about uh, what about Elliot Sexton? Have you ever heard of this guy? Oh shit! The same guy, same guy, <laughs> two different two different names, uh, and he lost in shows that were uh, like a week apart. So th- shit moves fast over there at the PC. Yeah, but oh, he uh, lost. He move. lost to Jeffrey Parker also. Yeah, I don't know that one either. What but. about what about Matthew Maynard Lee? No. No. Okay, no, but you for sure have to know Cesar Baroni. <laughs> his tag, his tag, but his tag partner. I don't know. You weren't at that NXT Melbourne show. No. To see that huge no. uh, four man t- tag. <laughs> Let's go on here. Uh, WWE Championship match. The Beast Brock Lesnar. He's here. The Beast Brock Lesnar is here. Um, uh, going against a little guy. Little Ricochet. Little Ricochet. Um, who, he's, I don't know, he's a superhero. I don't know if you've heard about this. Well, I've heard rumors uh, that he might be a legit superhero. Well, he's been slowly losing his clothing. He was. He went from full bodysuit to just pants, and now he was wearing shorts for the first time on this this episode oh yeah we're always noticing that of course if you watch uh if you watch old videos of him or like old highlights of him under his like previous names prince puma Mm -hmm. and things like that uh he wears that garb okay yeah well yeah he looks either way he looks fine of course uh so he tries to come off the cut of the come out of the gate hot he goes for ricochet goes for a big drop kick but brock just kind of swats him out of the way and then he tosses him around the ring with some suplexes and hits the F5 to win. So it wasn't quite as bad as the Kofi treatment, but he's, you know, he only lasted a minute and a half. We didn't get the Brian Styles Balor type of match that I'd hoped for. Yeah, that this was a weird one for me. Because um, same thing, I think we were all thinking, like, yeah, Ricochet can do the slightly... Or, you know, Brock can give a fun match to a little guy. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't happen. I don't know why it didn't happen. Like take out this, yeah. take out like, this ten minute, take out this gar, take out this ten minute Garza match, and then just make this one ten minutes. Like the video, the intro video packages were longer than the actual match, and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know, let let Ricochet do some flips, make the crowd pop, hit a hit a six thirty splash. Brox gets up. You know, still the same result, but just give Ricochet something. Yeah, which was which was a weird one. I don't know why they would. Uh, kind of bury the kid like that you know yeah he still lasted a minute longer than kofi but <laughs> which yeah i don't know if that is saying much but uh <laughs> yeah no i mean uh yeah. oh well who, who did who did brock fight at uh survivor series this past survivor series yeah who did he uh fight ray against? oh ray yeah Mysterio? that's right so that that was like his it, last it, real it, match that one actually went like seven or eight minutes, right? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, Ray, and then it would have been Buddy Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Yeah. So. Then, yeah, few and, far, few and far between. Yeah, I was hoping for that Ray Mysterio style match. We didn't get it, but oh, well. Oh, we well. We know Drew's going to, Drew, Drew will get a good match. Be better. <laughs> Be better, yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody, uh, somebody better do it. Yes, but let's go to the, hopefully, the final chapter of this feud 
the the feud of the dog food. I don't even know wow. anymore, quite frankly. Like, and, I, <laughs> yeah. and they How made us the they made us watch the video package before, and I was just like, oh, I was disapp- Like, you know, I was just I felt so shitty watching the video package. Yeah, so we got Roman Reigns taking on King Corbin in a cage match. Um, and Roman, thinking a little bit smart, though, he comes out with his own chain and lock, and as soon as the match starts, he locks the cage door, so there'll be no no escaping that. that but, uh, but then the fool, he puts the key in his pocket. Why not just throw it out of the cage and not have to worry about it? So He could have done that. Kind of just, but uh, so you know, they're in the cage, they're fighting, they're going back and forth. Eventually, Corbin does get that key, tries to escape through the door, but Roman slams his head. Uh, and eventually, Roman grabs that chain, wraps it around his fist, and he hits a super Superman punch to get the win. A super Superman punch. Yeah, with that chain. So hopefully that's it. Hopefully that's it. No more Corbin Roman ever. Um, I mean, only time will tell. Of course, you know, SmackDown is this evening, so for all we know, they have a hot new angle on Corbin, on yeah. <laughs> on Corbin Roman Reigns happening right now. Could um, be right, yeah. Uh, hopefully not. Well, I mean, like Roman Reigns, like yeah, he needs to, he needs to move on. I think you know he he's starting to suffer. For every yeah, yeah. everyone's everyone's suffering. Everyone's losing right now. Uh, but let's go on to the the people who are entering, ending the suffering of women's rights in the country of Saudi Arabia. Single-handedly, mind you. Single-handedly, WWE. Uh, so <laughs> Bailey's here. WWE <laughs> for ending. Uh, yeah. Yes, we have our first ever women's championship match on this country's blood-spilled soil. Uh, Bailey taking on the glow of Naomi. Um, of course, like before, they got their full body suits on with uh, baggy T-shirts over the top. It's nice that uh, it's nice that at least Naomi got to like her her uh, you know full body suit got to at least reflect her character a little bit. Yeah, it was all funky colors. Glow-ish. Yeah, I think I think last time when we got that Natalia Lacey Evans match, it was like one's red and one's blue. <laughs> yeah, it was like the Survivor Series gear, uh, but. Oh yeah, this match it was it was all right. It was fine. I mean, the crowd uh, they, yeah, don't, they weren't I, quite as into it as the first time around. I don't think the first the time Lacey. around there was the women's match. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, um, there, there. I think I, I would say with a match like this, there are probably clear physical restrictions that they have that they are even allowed to do in a match. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sure. Like I'm sure in women Saudi? in. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure women in yeah. certain holds. Or certain yeah. like ways, a crotch in the face. You know what like I'm that. saying? Yeah, and or, uh, that that a could chance be a- of a teddy popping out. Oh yeah, there was one moment where Naomi almost did like uh, I don't know if you've seen the move she does, where she's like in the corner and she grabs you with her legs and then she shakes her ass in your face. <laughs> Have you ever I seen don't that think move? I've ever seen that one, but that sounds was, that sounds like a clear yeah. example of what I'm talking but, about. So <laughs> at one point, she like had the feet hooked up, like she was going to the move, but then she like stopped herself and just like kicked Bailey away. So maybe for, she caught herself, maybe. But, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, you forget you forget for a <laughs> second, and uh, but yeah, regardless of all the politics, you know, um, having the title match is a small step forward, I guess. You know, yeah. for what yeah. for whatever it's worth. We're just counting down the days until this whole fucking WWE Saudi deal is done. Anyways. Yeah, we're like uh, a third of the way through. I think we still have eight years to go. So, so, yeah, Naomi puts up a good fight. She even kicks out of a Bailey to Belly at one point. 
but uh, Bailey uses those baggy shirts to her advantage. She traps Naomi's leg in it and then hits this new finishing move of hers. It's kind of like a skull-crushing finale type deal, but... Yeah, a little creative there with that baggy T-shirt. Yeah, that was cool. That was a little, you know, that was a little scummy, you know, and why and why not? But uh, yeah, but yeah. Hopefully now the the path is clear for Lacey Evans to capture the gold. I'm hoping. Oh, oh, the uh, oh, to capture that SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, that Naomi's out of the way, man. and and the and the chamber match has sort of sort of or sort of been decided that it's the Raw women will be kind of competing in that, so we do need a new challenger. Yeah, so we'll figure something out. <clears throat> but let's go to the main event. It's main event time, folks. The Universal Championship is on the line here. The Fiend Bray Wyatt taking on Goldberg, um, and of course is. Goldberg's shown throughout this feud. He's not afraid. He's not afraid of the Fiend. He's not phased by any of this shit. And uh, he hits a spear right out of the gate. But he only gets a one count. The Fiend sits up, locks in a mandible claw, but Goldberg escapes. He hits some more spears. But the Fiend stays alive. He hits another claw. Or gets the claw locked in again. Uh, I think Goldberg, he hits like five spears or so. But then he lifts them up, hits the jackhammer, and he wins the Universal title in three minutes. So they they killed the fiend again. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't agree. I don't agree with that booking here. Mike, if you're, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah. I know. Was, you know what? I think it, that's no, said it all. This this, all. this one's on us. This one's on us. Quite frankly, I think if anybody went into this, me, mat, you're blaming me. This one's on, Mike. This one's on us because <laughs> okay. if anybody out there went into this match expecting anything else from than what we got. That has to be on us. We know this uh, is how Goldberg works. We know how Goldberg works. Like we have gotten this exact same, uh, this exact same kind of thing last three years, and it happens every time. And it's just maybe it never hit so close to home, because it never, it never gets us in the thing that we love. Mike, remember, yeah, remember uh, sitting there. I'm, I'm looking at my SummerSlam ticket right now. It's sitting there <laughs> on my desk. Remember how close we were? We saw the first entrance, the, the debut, the, the one of the hottest, the, the hottest the hot, man of all of wrestling. One of the hottest things that's ever happened. Yeah. Um, uh, this one, this, this, this sucks. This sucks. Um, yeah, this sucks. So they, uh, that six thousand dollar <laughs> belt was only on TV like two or three times. Here's the thing, Mike. I just bought my $6,000 belt. It it just showed up in the mail. I was wearing it during Super Showdown. Yeah. Uh, Uh, But they they even had the blue one ready to go right after. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have that one ready to go. But it it did have the Fiend faceplate or the Bray Wyatt faceplates. So at least, uh, uh, you know, I did notice it was a little bit of a detail. Uh, You know what? This one's tough because how does the Fiend recover? And why? Yeah, why did this? I don't know. Okay, Goldberg so didn't need this because uh, if I would have been booked like two weeks ago, or last week, or pre-showdown, if I would have been booking this, if I would have been booking the Universal Championship for WrestleMania, I'm thinking to myself, how do I get Roman Reigns into that match? Mm-hmm. Right, and like to me, just where my mind goes is that at least Goldberg and Roman have not had a match in these last two three years, but that odd tension is still there and it has been since they had that rumble match that was pre lesnar goldberg or no not a match but they were both in the rumble kind of had a stare down you know like they've been in the vicinity together and they've never they've never actually done it uh is this the easiest way to put give put the belt on roman um 
I guess that Roman beating Goldberg would probably be received better than Roman beating the Fiend, but I don't know. It it, it just makes it makes you wonder so many things. Uh, it really makes me feel like, like you know, is this, is this one of those like politics decisions? Right? Is is an executive over there at Fox thinking to themselves? You know, thumbs up on Goldberg. Who the hell is Bray Wyatt? You you know, or yeah, it's it's it does make me wonder if there are other peripheral things at play rather than just this being a good booking decision or not. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, tonight's SmackDown is going to have a lot to say because, of course, John I mean, Cena is back. That's because what I was that's say. I mean, so. This was my second like you like you know if I was again pre showdown booking Mania. If you want John Cena to get his seventeenth at Mania, him ta- you know at least having a belt at stake, Fiend Cena makes sense. Yeah, but, you know, um, w- does Fiend Cena make sense with no belt? Probably I mean, not. If there's, if there's no belt on the line, then I think the Fiend would have to win. Exactly, right? John's have, John's have to go out on his back, go see Fast and Furious 9 in theaters <laughs> uh, June 21st. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're doing with this Goldberg shit. But uh, I guess Spear versus Spear, Reigns, Goldberg, that's the direction they want to go. Like All I can hope for is that Bray Wyatt made a... A, 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 an awesome little merch nut uh, for his family. He has a he has a baby and a, and a wife and all those sorts of things. Because yeah, this sucks. Um, this was exactly what happened. Was it Hell in a Cell when there's a DQ on the Fiend for some reason, and we're like, oh my god, Vince, don't fuck this up. Yeah, uh, you know why? Maybe. Why does a why does a giant hammer suddenly cause a DQ? It's like guys, don't fuck this up. And then it took them a little bit, and they they gave it to him in Saudi, wasn't it? Last time yeah, they were here? Uh, yeah, last Saudi. He won the title. We're like, okay. The, like, okay, he kind of right in the ship a little bit. Uh, yeah. and, and then for, he had a feud with Brian. It was pretty good. The Daniel Bryan stuff. And, and uh, Exactly, exactly. And now and, and then, now, yeah, and now then we've this come to shit. this. Now we've come to this. If this. Steamy gold shit. If this show has, if this Super Showdown proved to me one thing is that, like, they clearly, like, Vince doesn't care about the future, right? Who, like what? What? Th- well, what? What? Three superstars got the biggest rub out of this entire show: Brock, Goldberg, Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. Though the, those are the three guys walking out of that show with like the most on their back: two squashes and one, you know, Undertaker. You know, Undertaker eventually setting up that match. Like, uh, this is like kind of crazy. Right, interview came out um, shortly after. That was a promo for next year's WrestleMania. It was Roman Reigns talking in it, and he was simply talking about who he would rather go up against, Fiend or Goldberg, in a WrestleMania match. And Roman Reigns says flat out, "You know, no disrespect to Goldberg, he is an incredible performer. He has all these things, but like Bray Wyatt's the future, and I'm more interested in the future. Goldberg is in no way the future. We have yeah. two world champions who are part timers, and." What's the point of having your subscription anymore? Yeah, I mean the two two world title matches combined for like four and a half four minutes. and a half minutes maybe. Fuck, yeah. and you know what? And that's how exactly how long it's going to be at WrestleMania. <laughs> Hopefully, Drew can give us a longer match. Um, but a Goldberg match is going to be exactly that, and we know it is, and that's why he won. So Roman's gonna beat Goldberg in a couple minutes. Uh, yeah, well, no, I, I, I think that match is going to be more like 
Goldberg Brock was at Mania 33. The second, yeah. Okay. You know, it's going to be more yeah. about like give them ten minutes, but let them both get a couple. They'll both get a couple moves in. Uh, they'll go spear for spear a couple times. That'll be fun. Roman ends it on a Superman punch. Goldberg goes out on his back. Well. Let's see. Let's see if they can swerve us on SmackDown. Because, you know, because we're booking now. We are booking <laughs> Mania as we speak. Um, of course, uh, the Mania preview show is going to be huge. We're months, <laughs> we're months away from that, but it's also going to be huge. Well, not months. Not months. Months month in a bit. Month and a half, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, tidbit of uh, trivia. Goldberg made history. It's not trivia time yet. No, this is tidbit. Okay. <laughs> Tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> so Goldberg on that fateful Saudi afternoon, uh, <laughs> he made history to be becoming the first man to ever win a world title after being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's cool. So there you go. There you go. I never, I never thought of that. I guess um, with you know, I mean, with Vince's, Vince's sense of nostalgia. Like this is gonna keep happening, right? Because who's because who because who's coming for those fem- women's tag belts? Bella Twins, uh, obviously. Beth Phoenix. Be- Beth. Italian? Oh yeah, I forgot about her. There you go. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> Another Wait, who one. Are you? Who are you saying? Oh, I, was, oh, I thought the Bella Twins. They were gonna come back. Oh, the and, Bella uh, Twins. Oh yeah, yeah. Them, them too. Well, once they poop their babies out, get that taken care of. Is that how that works? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. That was uh, that was Super Showdown. I can't wait for us to return back to Saudi. I just got my passport renewed. <laughs> Perfect. That was the first uh, half of the show, Mike. I think it's about time we take a little bit of a break, though. Yes, take a break. Come back. Have some more fun. We'll have some more fun, some trivia, and some Wednesday night. So you're not gonna want to miss it. we're back and we're back here uh what better way to shield your eyes from a uh a a tough raptors game right now i think we're down by like 13 or 14 um the hornets to the hornets of all teams what better way to avert your eyes from that than paying attention to some hot wrestling action of course it is our second half of the shoot brothers and let's kick off the second half of the show with some trivia trivia Trivia. You know how the you know how, you know how the rules of trivia works, uh, folks at home. Uh, so we're just gonna, uh, we're, yeah, just, we're, just, mean, we're just gonna go into it, Mike. <laughs> I've got three questions for you this week. I've got four questions. Uh, you know what that means? Give me that Big Mac, dog. Big Mac. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, the rules the rules stay the same, but sometimes uh, the the themes are different and things like that. But the question and answer is always the rule. Of course. Of course, so, yes. Um, a question is posed <laughs> and an answer must be given is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I've done some music-based trivia in the past before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, you I think have. We've done, yeah. A couple different styles. Uh, this one we're going to do again. Uh, I'm going to say the words of a wrestler's theme song. Right. Say some of the lyrics. And you must name the wrestler. So I'm gonna, and the, the the part that'll be hard, hopefully, is that I'm not saying it in the tune, but if it is hard enough, maybe I will give some some leeway. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we have so we, we have played this before. Yes. Uh, let's go. Let's go. First wrestler. I walk for miles inside this pit of danger, a 
place where no one follows me. I walk alone. I walk alone? Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, God. This is ringing a bell. I walk alone for miles in a pit of danger. Yes. No one follows Place me. I walk alone. No one follows me. Uh, you know what I'm going to say? This sounds like the lyric after I hear voices in my head. Uh, so I'm going to say Randy Orton. Not quite. Not uh, quite. Fellow member of Evolution, though, it was Batista. Batista! Yes. I walk love. I don't know. But he hasn't been around too much, so uh, we haven't had heard his theme. So Yeah, I don't, I, don't th- I don't think I can picture his theme in my head right now. Uh, I can picture the big it's machine. It's a real, uh, all I know, it's like a real song outside of the wrestling world. Oh, yeah, you don't, you don't get that too often. Not too often. You don't get that Anyways, too often. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, Mike, uh, just like I am playing a game I've played before, you're going to play a game that you've played before. Uh, What did we call it last time? It was the like the back backwards spelling bee. I think that's what it was. Uh, Where um, backwards? Ass backwards. That's what it was. Perfect. (laughs) Where I'm going to say to you phonetic like uh, phonetically uh, wrestlers uh, two names, their last name and then their first name as if you're reading their name right to left instead of left to right. Yes. Um, And we know how that one's played. Okay. I've got to make make this font a little bit bigger so I can see it right. Okay, yeah. So uh, your first one, Mike, Mm -hmm. your first uh, name is Onagrag Yinhoj. Uh, Onagrag Yinhoj. Starts with like a J, a John, uh, Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, you Woo! got it. On on a Greg Yinhoge. It is, yeah. It is a fun. It is a fun game. Reverse engineer your brain's way of thinking. You really have you to, yeah. Go against all sense. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> my next for you. Okay. Here we go. These lyrics. Here we go. It's all about your debt, and if you can pay it. It's all about pain and who's going to make it. It's all about your debt and if you can pay it. It's all about pain and who's going to make it. Oh, my God. Who's about pain and debts? (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, so this part, this song, if I had done the first part of it, I think it would have been too obvious. So this is like the second line, but it's still still a well-known wrestler, well-known song. all about your debt and if it can pay it okay okay so you gave a little her <laughs> you gave I, I, a little I, I, her I'm, I'm, I'm giving you something oh, okay, to it, yeah. okay 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 um it's all about pain who's gonna make it <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all about your debt and if you can pay it it's all about pain and who's gonna make it um, it's all about the. It's all about the pain. Isn't that? Think about like another, like an all about that. It's all about that. Like the, every other ver- word is kind of like all about that. All about the. Because the start, if I get, if I said the first part of it, I think it would give it away. It's um all about the pain, all about the fuck. I can hear it. I can hear it. It's all about the. <laughs> <sighs> I got nothing. 
I got nothing. It's all about the game. All about the game, Triple H. Oh, yes. Ah. Yeah, if I had put the game in there, if, yeah. You if you right. would have said it's time to play the game, it's all yeah. I, yes, I would have yes. I would have gone immediately. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But no, no, no. You know how to play the game, though. I know. I know how to play the game. It's all about the game and how I play it and the debts. Yeah. And uh, being able to uh, make it, you know, that's really what it's all Who's about. Who's gonna make it? <laughs> Some motorhead. Mike, I have question number two for you here. Ask backwards. Your question is: No lava redip. No, no lava redip. Say again. No lava red redip. Redip. No lot. No lava. Oh, no lava. We've got a V in their name. No lava. No lava. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of it like back when Lavon. No lava. No lava. Avalon. <laughs> say, it, say it again, sorry. No lava. Retip. No lava retip. Retip. <laughs> ret. Now I'm all out of. Okay. <laughs> You're all out of sorts right now. Yeah. Retip. Peter. <laughs> Peter. Peter. Um. Peter Avalon. Peter Avalon, the librarian. There you go. There you go. Okay. I couldn't even think, like, the name. I couldn't remember, like, the name I had, but the character I couldn't remember. Right, of, right, of right. Peter Avalon. Peter Avalon. Like, who the fuck is Avalon? Yeah. Peter Avalon. Okay, yes, the librarian. All right. All right. Next lyric. On this day, it's so real to me, everything has come to life. Another chance to chase a dream. Another chance to feel alive. Wow, this is poetic. This wasn't written this by uh, CFO Dollar Sign. No, this is a real song from a real band. Um, actually, yeah, I think most of these I have are from real bands. Oh, they're yeah, they're, uh, they're real songs. Okay, so you yeah. said, on this day... It's so real to me. So real Everything to me. has come to life. Another chance to chase a dream. Another chance to feel alive. And it is poetic, as you said. And It's, it's poetic. It's uh, written by a lyricist. Mm -hmm. It has deep meaning <laughs> to this wrestler. Hmm. Yeah, I'm coming up, I'm coming up short on this one, I'm afraid. This one is the Rated R Superstar. Ah, Edge. okay, okay, okay. Is, uh, yeah, that's another one though. He hasn't been around. As you might not have heard. That's his true. We but we we've only heard it once. Uh, yeah. We've only heard it once, I guess. Hopefully we'll be here. Hopefully we're here a couple more times leading up to uh, yeah, leading this up Monday, to this Monday maybe. This Monday. Monday. Yes, you never Perhaps. know. Yeah. All right. Okay, Mike. Hit your, me. your third and final uh, trivia question is the following: Regal Exel. Regal Axel. Uh, Regal Axel. 
Regal Axel. Axel. Alex? <laughs> you can keep going. Some of these names do sound fun backwards, like are yeah. arguably as good as they do forwards sometimes. <laughs> yeah, some of these. <laughs> um, uh, say again? Regal Exel. Regal Exel. Um, uh, what, I don't know. What you got for the folks at home? Uh, Regal Exel. <laughs> Regal Exel. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I got Alex. Nothing. nothing. Alex, you know that was close. That was close. Uh, take take a letter off of that first name. The first name was Lex. Uh, Lex Luger. Our second name was Lex Luger. That's correct. Uh, Regal Exel. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that those X, that L, yeah. everything. Gotcha. Yeah, weird. <laughs> All right. Final question. Final question for me. Day. Let's do it. All right. Um, this one, I mean. This one might be the hardest one, so we'll see. But anyways, this one, he is around more often than the others. I will say that at least. Okay, that's good. So here's the verse. Okay. Oh, God, here's the verse. Okay, here we go. <laughs> things are exactly what they seem. I will define the things you dream. Go check the scores again. I come out a perfect 10. They broke the mold when they made me. Ooh. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yes, I can emphasize to bring it on. A real emphasis, like bring it on. Okay, okay. This sounds this sounds like yeah, like one of those uh, like a fun rock theme. Yeah, there is. It is fun. It is rocking. Um, give it to me again. Things are exactly what they seem. Okay. I will define the things you dream. Go check the scores again. I come out a perfect 10. They broke the mold when they made me. Mm. Bring it on! <laughs> okay, okay. So perfect 10 makes me think, not Ty Dillinger. I mean, you know, Ty Dillinger, but like yeah. somebody else. <laughs> the perfect 10, they broke the mold when they built when they made me. Who's booked, who's billed as like a hot, beefy guy? Uh, No, no, okay. Someone who gets by on their looks. Sounds a little rockier. Um, my mind's moving. My mind's moving. Uh, I picture one of those. Yeah, like. I picture somebody like. Uh, fuck. Fuck. I was going to say somebody like a Dolph Ziggler. Like somebody who's like. He's supposed to be pretty and like Healy. Somebody well, like that. Well, exactly like he had Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler himself, yes, that's the song. Bring it on! That's, that's the hook, yeah. That's the hook. To bring it on! See, yeah. I can, yeah, I can, I can hear the beginning. I mean, the beginning. Yeah. When he's like, I'm here. See, that's the problem. As soon as Michael Cole starts fucking talking, <laughs> all I yeah. can hear is Michael Cole. I can't hear lyrics anymore. Things are exactly what they seem. Down out, down out. Well, that's fantastic. Rocking riffs. 
Yeah. Anyways, we got it. We got it. We got it. That was fantastic, folks. Another uh, another fun week of trivia. Can't wait to do it again. Uh, we're moving on with our show, though, because we've left Saudi Arabia, and it's about... <gasps> Oh my god, excuse me. It's about time that we get back to normal life, and what better way to get back to our normal life than with the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Twitter. It's still going. Have you have you realized yeah. that? Twitter. You know, I mean, technically, I think MySpace is still going, isn't it? Is it? Do we think those old pending tracks are on MySpace? If I go to MySpace... <laughs> dot com <laughs> slash the um, yeah. band pending that was it uh no numbers no numbers it was just the band pending um as that while that loads folks uh new tweet league champion <laughs> new yes, tweet feel league. free to follow oh i just clicked it new acoustic track new acoustic track <laughs> well, i see it right here oh my god yo it's it, uh, the, oh it's got we got lewis uh, I feel like, yeah, Lewis, he's, he's pending. The silhouette of our good friend Lewis, uh, who turned oh, 30 God. yesterday. Mike, I don't know if you... Uh, wow. Shout out. Yeah, he doesn't even have a wall. You can't write on his wall. On yeah, I, get, I had to give him a little text. What do we got? We got Denver, birds, some pocketbooks on here. Oh, my God, folks, this is a this is a blast in memory lane that we're going to save for another show. But, Mike, the tweet of the week <laughs> also takes us down a blast out memory lane. Um... Uh, because if there's one person that is new to the business and likes ruffling the feathers, it is, uh, it is the bro, um, Matt Riddle, who jumped on Twitter this week, uh, who had something nice things to say about his good pal Goldberg at the Super Showdown, and he tweeted out, Willie G has been watching his broserweight tapes, P.S. Sweet Bro Hammer for the win. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a moment, and then he tweets a photo of Goldberg, and Goldberg's got the belt by his teeth. Uh, kind of like the Rosewitz do it. Um, now that Matt Riddle versus Goldberg for the Universal Title at WrestleMania, that's, that's I want to see. That's, that's huge. Yeah, that, that would be huge. Um, but uh, who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe it is all work in the end. But it seems that Riddle's kind of shooting, going into business for himself here, and I love it. He's going to business for himself, it. and you got to love it, right? I mean, you, for the fans, for all of us, for the fans, right? I mean, <laughs> you, and I guess it does. Does he work for? Like, do people work for NXT? Do you work for Vince or do you work for Trips? How does that work? Um, I think, like, for the most part, <sighs> Triple H is your day-to-day -day boss. But, like, at the end of the day, Vince McMahon... He signs the checks, yeah. Yeah, mm. but, like, Triple H is the one you're dealing with. Because Trips, Trips has to know that, like, giving Goldberg the Universal title is not the right decision, right? He has to be on Matt Riddle's side in all of this. You would think, yeah, right? Yeah, uh... Yeah, I would agree with that. Because uh, isn't that what we're to gather? That Hunter gets it and Vince doesn't? That's sort of what yeah, it sort of I mean, seems that would like. Make, that'd be a big star-making moment for Riddle. Win the title and Mania beat Goldberg. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, which obviously would be a huge moment. Um, oh, my God. If that happened, that'd be amazing. But, Matt Riddle, your first, uh, your first tweet of the week. Which yeah, is, uh, good boy. Good he's boy. always out there on Twitter, but he didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, he's a fun. We love him. He's fun. Anyways, let's move on because uh, right before Saudi Arabia happened, of course, it was the Wednesday Night War. Let's kick off um, just so we can lead into our Revolution pay-per-view that'll happen. Let's actually start off our Wednesday Night War with NXT this week. NXT, what does it mean? 
I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. So fair enough. Then we can kind of lead into our other show where we do have our pay per view, because I guess you know we're we we'll do the rundown. Of course, of course. As we the only show in town where you will find the pay-per-view rundown. That's a good point. Not, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's 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 confirmed. By the way, uh, yeah. Uh, so yes, I do. Yeah, your idea there. Let's go to the the, the other yellow and black brand that kind of had the same colors. Kinda. Yeah, you're right. NXT. Gold and black, yeah. yellow and black. Gold and yellow and black. Yeah. NXT's here though. Dominic Dijakovic opening up the show, taking on Cameron Grimes. Uh, good little match going on, but then Damian Priest comes out, hits Dijakovic with a nightstick behind the ref's back. <laughs> so Grimes gets the win. Here he hits his double foot stomp and yeah, picks up the win. Yeah, I but, mean, you uh, know, it was a solid match. I mean, these guys have very different styles. You know that clearly sometimes don't mesh all the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess they're in the North American title division, so they gotta build someone up for the takeover. Yeah, Tampa. gotta beat someone in for that takeover, right? You know, and we we've seen maybe we've seen too much of Keith Lee and Dajakovic. You know, cool that off for a bit. Yeah, with yeah, uh, and Damian yeah. Priest can sneak into that title situation, maybe. Yeah, we'll hmm. see. Uh, but then backstage, William Regal, uh, there was some women squawking at each other, so he says there's going to be qualifying matches for the women's title with the finals taking place. So the finals of the number one contendership taking place at Takeover Tampa in a ladder match. So there's your, since the women's title is uh, taking place at WrestleMania, that'll be the big women's match for that. It, and what better way, what better way to make it happen? You know, uh, the old, just, there's just a, a briefcase above the ring. That's all you need sometimes, you know? Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. The last women's ladder match was great. That Mia Yim versus, um, I forget who it was. Uh, uh, yeah, fuck. EO? Was it EO? Maybe? It was great, man. Yeah, shit. Either way, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Prince Balor comes out. He's now, yeah, he's going by Prince Balor, which I like. Is that is that promo. is that official on WWE.com? Well, on the graphic, it said Prince Balor in the background. Okay, like I'm sure his name is still wrestling Finn Balor, but we'll see. We will, um, we if, will if, see. If, if they can change it to Shorty G, they can change it. To Finn, <laughs> Prince Balor. What? By the way, what happened to Shorty G? Can we bring that? In? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. SmackDown. Maybe John Cena is there to bring Ooh. up Shorty G. Uh, anyways, Prince Balor cuts a promo. He's saying, you know, I'm not a move guy. I'm not an internet guy. I'm the guy. And he mm. starts talking about his accomplishments and what's next. Then Imperium's music plays. Well, it's only half of them. It's Bartel and Eichner. They come out and they say there's something you haven't done. Walter in the UK. So Finn attacks them. They outnumber him. They beat him up. So, But Walter versus Finn? That's a match I'm interested in. Yeah, this, this, is, in, this is interesting. Uh, you know... I mean, the the UK crowd would go crazy for that, surely. Yeah. And I think that's a match you could put on the the, the Tampa takeover because they're not going to be another UK takeover for a while. Yeah, you really so you, you have that one. You you really could. You really could. I mean, you know, would NXT kind of make the decision to move Finn Balor over to NXT UK instead of the other product? Who really knows? I don't know, but either way, yeah. In the meantime, it's a good feud could put some extra eyes on uh, if he does show up to NXT UK could put some more eyes on that thing yeah someone might tune in just to uh, see him kind of yeah kind of walk up yeah yeah and it appears that for all purposes the demon is dead for now no mentions of him yeah actually you know it's yeah it's funny I just I, I didn't even think about that 
Yeah, like no teases, but uh, we don't really need him at the. If he's trying to establish who Finn Balor actually is, then yeah, do that for a while. Yeah, why but not? Uh, why not? Yeah, let's go to some women's match here. Zaya Lee taking on Mia Yim. Uh, Mia Yim's just kind of in control. She hits her eat defeat move, but then Dakota Kai and her lackey Raquel show up, and Kai just cuts a promo distraction, allows Zaya Lee to roll up Yim for the upset three count. And then after Raquel Gonzalez gets in the ring and starts pounding on Yim, so Lee helps her out, and then Raquel beats her up as well. So those those dirty heels. But they got a cage match next week. Cage match Keep next week. Out. Yeah, yeah Lee and Yim awesome. never really got. Uh, they didn't really seem to get it going in this match quite yet. No, nah, not much going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Zia Lee. I mean, I like Mia Yim. Zia Lee hasn't had much development character-wise at all, but she's okay. Yeah, and I guess this is our efforts of of, of uh, building an alliance of sorts. Yeah. Right? I guess I, I always find it weird when people are, like, heels are alliance BFFs, like, immediately. Uh, like, after, like, you know, one one set of shenanigans, they're just like, haha, we're on the same page about everything, and all of our goals will align perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but we'll get that uh, that cage match next week. Perfect. And then we find out that we're going to get a second cage match because backstage there's a dream cutting a promo and he challenges Roddy to that cage match. And then Roddy accepts. So there you go. Double cage match next week. Well, I mean, if you're going to have the cage up there, might as well use yeah. it a couple times. Might as well. Might as well use it a couple times, right? Try to get as many uses uh, out of it as you can. Yeah. I, I'm sure both of those matches will be better than the Roman Corbin cage match. Oh, of course. Yeah. But probably the same so. cage. They'll probably use the yeah, same cage, probably. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe they. I'm sure. How they do you think that works? Down. Yeah. Do you think they just kind of have like a couple cages they ship out to wherever they're needed, or yeah, like they have their think, one uh, Hell in a Cell structure? Yeah, one chamber, one cell. Oh, the, oh, the chamber. Cage. Yeah, that's a uh, chamber. Yeah, yeah, that's a big uh, one. Yeah, that'll be next week. Coming us coming up strong, mm-hmm. coming up quick for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Austin Theory taking on Tomasa Ciampa here. After that disrespect from last week, uh, this was an ex- this was a really good match. Dis- yeah, exactly. Yeah, this this hopefully made up for uh, whatever Austin Theory wasn't. He, didn't he get jobbed out last week? Uh, I think Champa just kind of like interrupted him. Yeah, up. just like smack. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, this week he puts up a good fight, but Champa hits that fairy tale ending for the win. Uh, but Austin Theory, only twenty two years old, looking great. Fresh young faces down there in NXT. Down there in that NXT, you know, you got a lot of youngins. Yeah, and then afterwards, Gargano comes out and attacks Ciampa, and they fight. Uh, Gargano stands tall. He, uh, yeah. classic gar, classic possessed Gargano when he gets that look in his eyes. Um, yeah, you know. evil, an evil man. Uh, what what what, what what's this gonna be? Is this gonna be Gargano Champa three or Gargano Champa four or? I think it's number four. Four. Um, I think it's number four. Okay. because we never got number four last year when Champa got hurt. Right. When it was supposed to be for the title. But. Oh, okay. Anyway, hmm. uh, let's go to the big man battle here. We got Bronson Reed taking on Killian Dane. Just two big athletic men though for their size. Um. At one point, Dane hits a superplex off the top rope and follows up with some. Uh, he hits a Vader bomb, gets the win. Gets the big win. Uh, 
Why why can't Killian Dane rise up the ranks of NXT competition? I don't know, he I he, he had some he had some uh, flashes not too long ago. I think uh he was with Matt Riddle. Maybe there was something yeah. a, a little bit ish before that, but uh he just doesn't seem, you know, he's impressive for his size, of course. Like you said, he's really quick, but uh you know, I think it's just uh just the, the, the you know the the company around him and the talent around him. Yeah, you know, for how good as he might be, he's a small fish in in a in, in a, a crowded pond. In a crowded pond. No, you're you're entirely right. Yeah, he uh, he can be good, um, but unfortunately, yeah, there's just too much. There's a lot of talent up there at the top and even at that mid card, so he's got to yeah. work his way up to that. Yeah, he's not going to be fighting for that cruiserweight title. So certainly not. He'd have gonna, to. He he could cut. He could cut some weight. I'm sure he could cut. But <laughs> we'll see. Uh, let's go with some tag team action. Visiting us from the UK again. They've been around a lot. The Grizzled Young Vets. I think. I know. I think sons. the other week they said like we're here to stay or something. Oh, did they? Okay. I think, well, or they they maybe implied it or something. <laughs> I didn't. Pay, yeah. Yeah. That'd be whatever. Either way, they're here. Forgotten Sons, uh, good match, good back and forth tag action. Uh, the GYV hit the ticket to Mayhem to get the win. Yeah, and then they're here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> here to stay, I guess so. You heard it here first. <laughs> here, here first, uh, folks. But then, of course, the match. Uh, so yeah, we didn't know about this last week. They just kind of announced it midweek. Uh, Bianca Belair taking on Charlotte Flair. Return the match. The battle so the- nice. It rhymes. Once, yeah, the battle of the queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, fair versus Blair. Blair, Blair. Uh, the crowd. <laughs> yeah. So main event: Bel Air, Charlotte Flair. We're all excited. The crowd's chanting, "You don't go here." Uh, two, probably the two most athletic women in the company, just super fit, doing flips, bunch of springboards, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. As I've been saying these last few weeks, I love everything about Bel Air. Her attitude, her swag, the way everything around the crowds chant an EST, uh, but they respect Charlotte as well. She's doing good. Um, yeah, eventually Bel Air hits a spear, but Charlotte recovers, hits a spear of her own, followed up by the natural selection to get the win. And then after the match, Charlotte grabs a chair, wraps it around Bianca's ankle, and stomps it as Rhea Ripley's coming out. But Rhea Ripley doesn't even like try to save her. She just poses and I don't know so uh, Bianca gets fucked up a little bit and Charlotte runs off but hopefully I mean hopefully this is leading to Bianca at Wrestlemania in that three way that's what I want that's what you want that's what you want Mike Um, I guess yeah I mean I guess well you know we're not going to be seeing Charlotte Flair anymore by the sounds of it she'll be moving over to Wednesday nights uh, I guess yeah. Belair's still rising up. Do, I guess do we need do we need Bianca Belair in this match to make it good? I guess is the question. Uh, no, not to make it good. Just uh, to make it better. Uh, I don't even. Know. Yes, because Belair's in there, it's automatically. So better. it's a, yeah. So so just inherently by having a good performer in the match, it's going to be that little bit better. Yeah. yeah. Even if I don't expect her to win, it'll just be fun to see her. Fun to see her on the big stage at WrestleMania, showing some love, getting some love. Yeah, who knows? Or maybe, uh, you know, maybe we just maybe we just wrote her out with this chair with this with this chair to the ankle. Maybe we just wrote her out. Well, yeah, we'll have yeah, we'll have to maybe. wait and see. But it is definitely one of the more intriguing NXT storylines going 
Uh, yeah. Because it's either that or she'll be in the ladder match the night before. She's got to be in one of them. That's really all it's going to be, yeah. It, it seems That seems pretty clear at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, um, else. And then, yeah, they'll probably have one other mid-card feud going on. Mm-hmm. Who knows if Kai and Knox will still be feuding then. Where's Shotzi Blackheart? Where's, uh, you know, lots lots of good women's on that accident. Throw them in the ladder match. Why not? Why the hell not? Oh yeah, of course. We don't even know anything about that ladder match. <laughs> Throw them in the ladder match. But there's your NXT. Yeah, another 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 great week, Mike. And like you said, we're only a month and a half away from uh, the show. The show of shows. Yeah, take over Tampa Bay, as it were. Uh, let's flag. let's move let's move across the uh, the way there on Wednesday nights because we have an equally as hot show going down on TNT. We have AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite, they coming for you Vince, better watch out, it's too sweet. And what better way to kick off that show, we know we're going to get it, and they're just giving it to us right away, it is the 30 man, (laughs) let me try that one again, 30 iron minute man, (laughs) the 30 minute iron man match, Pac Omega 3. Um, yes. And yeah, we're just gonna start. We're, we just kick off the show immediately. Yeah, you know, you don't want to put it at the end and risk, uh, yeah, running out of time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, first ever, first ever Iron Man match in the company. Very good. And of course, the young bucks are there at ringside for Kenny, but no page, no page. Uh, yeah, just great back and forth. Pack hits an avalanche, brain buster. But didn't get uh, only got a two count. Yeah, that was big. Uh, that was a big. Uh, yeah, that was huge. Spot. That was huge. That was huge. Lots of head landing. You know, Kenny hits his uh, Tiger Driver ninety eight. head landing. <laughs> Lots of big kickouts. Uh, yeah, eventually um, Kenny V triggers. He's going for that one winged angel. He climbs up the second rope like we're going to see it off there, but we don't get that. Pock counters. Um, so eventually they're fighting, they're going outside, uh, and then Pac just grabs a chair, nails Kenny with it, causing a DQ. So nearly 16 minutes in, we have our first fall. Kenny's up one nothing. But um, and fun fact, this was the first ever DQ of any sort in AEW history. No. Yes, my sources are not wrong. AC Dirt's telling me this kind of info. Mm, uh, my sources. Anyway, first DQ ever of any sort. So no. one nothing. Yes. I mean, like, and, I, uh, I don't not believe you. Yeah. I just find it hard to believe. I guess that's all it is. Yeah. They've done good. They've kept it uh, clean. Yeah, they really have. And, uh, they really have. Nothing screwy. I think, I mean, WWE does three DQ finishes a week. Yeah. You can but, set your uh, fucking clock to it. Part of the rules for this Iron Man match is that after every fall, the clock pauses for 30 seconds. And I like that they explained it briefly. <laughs> he did say, yeah. like, to just catch your breath. I'm like, that that's yeah. what makes so, sense. That makes sense. I mean, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, boxing between rounds. You get a little. Why not? Like, the break. Uh, so Pac takes advantage of this time break, nails Kenny again in the head with the corner of the chair. Um, and then shortly after, he hits a black arrow, gets the pitfall to tie it up at one. So he's, you know, he sacrificed that point to get the advantage, and he's in control for the next part of the match. He hits a falcon arrow off the apron to the floor. Painful looking spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually they're back in the ring. Pack kicks Omega, and he falls into the referee, taking him out. So Pack grabs a table, puts Kenny on it, hits a shooting star press off the top rope through the table on the floor. Crazy shit. The referee starts a 10 count, but both wrestlers make it back in time. 
Pack goes for another black arrow. Omega gets the knees up, hits the V trigger. Uranagi, Pack kicks out. Uh, I think Aubrey Edwards came out at one point to replace the fallen rap. Yep, she comes out and everyone starts chanting Aubrey. I'm sure you caught that too. Yeah, we all love her. Yeah. Every, every, everyone <laughs> so, does. Everyone does. Um, and then Pack, Omega's going for that one winged angel. Pack reverses it. Poison Rana locks in the blue brutalizer. We're under two minutes left now. He's, you know, they're fighting. They're in the middle of the ring. Pack's got the brutalizer in. 30 seconds left, but Kenny hangs on. The 30 minutes are up. We're tied 1 1 still. So Pack is pissed off. Uh, but then Justin Roberts gets on the microphone and says this match will continue under sudden death rules. And then shortly into that, Kenny hits a V trigger, some more knees, and he finally hits that one winged angel to get the win. So after a fantastic match. After an after a pay-per-view quality yeah. main event. 30 plus minutes. <laughs> of just... Yeah, this uh th- this this would have this could have killed it on any wrestling show out there. Yeah, anytime anywhere. Anytime anywhere on the planet. Um were there no commercial breaks this whole time? Uh or was well, at it least one, the at, one the, like, at, the, at the at the at the endish? There wasn't. I mean, the the footage I was watching had no commercials. Well, the, like not even the picture. In well, picture yeah. So they would have got they would have gone picture in picture. Okay, that's what I was pretty sure. I couldn't quite remember. Um, yeah. Good on them too. Good on the on Cody Tony Khan, the execs AEW, explaining to TNT that hey, a commercial break really kind of kills this. Um, just because you know, yeah, the big spots aren't going to happen during there. Of course, we know when they go to commercial break, they the you know, they they save the big spots for when everybody's going to be watching. Good on them for just kind of making that message clear, and good on TNT for. I mean, if that's the way that it presumably might have happened, good on TNT for agreeing. Okay, well, we we won't have a commercial for thirty minutes, and we'll uh, somehow you guys will somehow make it up to us later. I don't know. Yeah, good on everyone in that match. Um. Uh, then uh, yeah, poor afterwards. Pac, though. Poor Pac. Um, yeah, he's uh, well. He's a bastard. He's the bastard. Yeah. Um, and he's pissed off. So Tony interviews him afterwards, but then Orange Cassidy comes out, and he takes his shades off. But then Pac sucker punches him. So it looks <laughs> like we are getting our first ever Orange Cassidy singles feud. Pac. And do. what better person to do it than Pac? Yeah, they do later announce that that match will take place at Revolution. Oh, Pack versus my OC. God! Why are they giving? Baby. They're giving it to us too early. That's what. It well, that's just the start. It's just <laughs> the start. Uh, but let's go on here. Tag action: Santana, Ortiz, and Sammy Guevara, three on three, taking on Jurassic Express. Uh, just a good, fun six-man tag match. You know, uh, always is, always is with uh, Lucha, uh, the Luchasaurus, and the rest of the Jurassic <laughs> Express. You, I, yeah. you know, I was almost gonna say Lucha. You almost said. Well, I was gonna yeah, say Lucha, Lucha House, House Party, Party maybe. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. saved it. You saved it. Uh, but Sammy Guevara, at one point, he grabs that loaded sock behind the ref's back, but then Darby Allen shows up, takes it away from him. Jungle Boy hits Sammy with the Hurricane Rana for the win. Remember what I was just saying the other week of. When the other faces don't come out and protect people, 
Darby Allen's crushed it two weeks in a row now of coming in yeah, he and helping out. Because uh, Darby yeah. Allen is the only person back there in that locker room that sees some of this shit happening. I was like, wait, this isn't right. I need to maybe do uh, something about this. <laughs> I think is it fair? I feel like Dustin. Wants yeah, to know oh, Dustin. Dustin yeah, Dustin. Yeah, Dustin. The forty-five-year-old man. He's always well. Yeah, he's always going to be there for his uh, <laughs> for his family, of course. Yeah. Well, um, that, yeah. Um, yeah. So they uh, that hat. Next, uh, best friends taking on Butcher and Blade. Uh, this match it was all right. Uh, at one point, the ring is cleared, so the Bunny and Orange Cassidy they get in the ring face to face. Orange Cassidy goes to put his hands in his pockets, but the bunny grabs his arms and then steals his shades and puts them on. And then she goes to kick him in the balls, but he grabs her foot, spins her around, and then steals her bunny ears and puts <laughs> them on. So brilliant. Huge pop. Huge pop. Love this silly play. We all love it. Uh, and then shortly after, he hits a suicide dive. Everyone gets back in the ring. Best friends hit the strong zero to win. So Butcher and Blade continue to lose. They haven't. Uh, well, I w- well, I was just gonna say because they looked great in that battle royal they had last week. Yeah. Um, but but uh, it is funny to them. see them lose just to the best friends right afterwards. I like, yeah, I feel like they haven't had any win. Yeah, they, any they, they've been they've been a bit on and off, you know. But it is tough, right? To uh, people. Some people have to lose. It's a yeah, it's a stacked tag division. It is a so, huge yeah. tag division. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, love the Orange Cassidy stuff. Always fun. Um, it always is. Yeah. And then after this is when they do announce that match. The best friends cut a promo saying, the joke's on you, Pac. Mm-hmm. This time he's going to try. And then Orange Cassidy <laughs> gives his half thumbs up. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get that on the weekend. Yeah. Perfect. Let's go. Fatal four way women's action here. Yuka Sakazaki taking on Big Swole, taking on Shanna. Or Shanna, I forget. And Hikaru Shida. Um, this match, it was all right. Nothing too special, but um, Hikaru Shida hits a big running knee and then, the, yeah, pins Big Swole to get the win. Uh, yeah, you know, cr- just action. Just crisp, yeah, a, yeah, crisp, just fun action. action. You know, throw all the women into a match. Let them let them shine for a little bit. Uh, and that's fine. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, then we go backstage. JR. In his little puffy hunting vest. I don't know what it was. Yep, he was wearing something interesting. I'll give him that. (laughs) (laughs) But he's here for some serious interview. Because we all know the tension that's been going on between Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and the Bucks. Or more specifically, Page and the three of them. Or the Bucks. So, you know, they're chatting. They all start bickering. And uh, then the Bucks start just saying something. You know, like uh, they made Page from a... He was just a jobber in Ring of Honor. And this is the, you know, they're cutting deep. So Paige says this title is the first big accomplishment in his career. And the first chance you get, you want to take it away. And they kind of just leaves all pissed off, drinking his beer. So the tension is real. The tension is real, especially because we're getting that match uh, this weekend, right? Because Yes, tomorrow night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Oh, my God. Tomorrow night. I know. Believe it. I can't. Um, I can't believe it. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the Bucks are the dicks in this one. Like, just calling Paige a jobber and bringing up this shit. Uh, yeah, the, the, any, anytime yeah. somebody pulls the I made you uh, <laughs> thing, you know, that, that sounds like a shitty thing to say. Because I don't think, you know, I think as the Bucks can travel together, but, uh, you know, I think Kenny is the better. You can't, we can't turn Kenny. 
Yeah. The Bucks yeah. can stick so, together yeah. and be okay and do they can turn whenever they want. But Kenny's Kenny's too important right now to uh you know. Yeah, like him and Cody and Moxley are the top baby faces of the company. Exactly. Yeah, so but it'll be fun. It'll be the, the the dynamic is there for a very good story of this match. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But let's go to the main event here. It's main event time. The official heavyweight championship title bout weigh in with uh, Mr. Moxley and Mr. Jericho. And of course, uh, you know, they uh, like they treated this like a real boxing type of fight, the inner circle. They've all got their matching team jumpsuits on and mm-hmm. Uh, we got the scale out there, so Moxley's up first, 234 pounds. Uh, Jericho's up next, and the crowd starts chanting, let your gut out. It's kind of <laughs> funny. Uh, but Jericho, he's just stalling. He doesn't get on the scale. So him and Moxley go face-to-face, and Mox headbutts him. And this was a real this was a real headbutt there because he was busted open pretty quickly. He got him, yeah. I, he, I That was my him. first thought. Like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> who, 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 gave, who gave Chris Jericho the blade? Yeah. No, they looked legit to me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he busts him with his head. Inner Circle jumps in. They're all fighting. Everyone's pounding on each other. Then this is where the hero Dustin comes out, like I was saying earlier. And he, oh, I guess because Hagger was there. So him and Hagger start brawling into the crowd, uh, into the concourse as JR pleads, not the Dippin' Dots. <laughs> they were fighting. They were, <laughs> he was really upset about those. He was upset dots. about the Dippin' Dots. Uh, Which I haven't seen. I remember when they came to Canada. It was hot for a while, and then they just disappeared. Yeah, there was one in the mall. I guess they're still going. There was. I used to love that shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, back in the ring, Darby Allen again, the hero, comes out to help. But Sammy nails him, and then they take his skateboard and break it over his head. Because Darby Allen is, is, is a man of the people. Yeah, he's a vigilante. He's a vigilante he's a, out there. Yeah. Uh, so it ends up, after all this chaos, it comes down to Moxley and Jericho. They're brawling, and Sammy low blows Moxley. Jericho hits him with a Judas effect. And then Jericho hits a paradigm shift onto the scale to close the show. He stands tall. Stands tall to close the show. Eek. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, uh, yeah, great main event. Like you said, it was set up like a fight. It made it feel like there was a little more at stake. It also kind of set up this, you know, this Hager Dustin thing we are going to get, and uh, just the constant Chris Jericho of not wanting to like step on step on the scale. Like we yeah, were never gonna get fun. that. <laughs> we were we were never gonna get to hear Chris Jericho's weight, uh, yeah. which uh, you know it's all it's all just fun. I is 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 the uh, is the eye patch gonna come off? for tomorrow or I don't know it's uh yeah good question or is that you know I think that's good maybe that'll be the big angle right halfway through the match he removes removes the eye patch to reveal that he's okay <laughs> yeah that could be the big reveal and that was the that was the Wednesday night war and uh and aw dynamites but let's just shift over right to this pay-per-view that we have coming up tomorrow um revolution revolution cool name uh, isn't it mike Yes, because it is the rare once in four years that we fall on the 29th of February. That's a good point. It's a leap year. I never thought of that. It's the leap year. The yes, leap day, the leap year. It's very exciting. Uh, so, Mike, how about you? Uh, I want you to book this card for us here. What do we got? All right. So, evidently, we do have one pre-show match here. Uh, SoCal Uncensored taking on the Dark Order. So, you know, they've been teasing that tension. Is this the night Christopher Daniels finally does something? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, the Dark Order wants them, 
And there's a leader behind the Dark Order also. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's exalted it, one. Is or... it Christopher Daniels? We don't even know. We don't know. We'll see. But probably won't be revealed on the pre-show. <laughs> probably won't reveal on the pre-show. Dark Order walks home uh, with the win. Yeah, probably. Uh, all right. This match we just talked about. Very excited that it's added. Pack take it on Orange Cassidy in his first singles match, first pay-per-view match, maybe his first win. <laughs> I doubt it, but probably not his first not his win. Point. But it will give it will give the it will give the AEW world who love seeing Orange Cassidy as a person maybe get to see him wrestle a little bit. Pac, you can Pac's probably one of those dudes who can get a great match out of anybody. So why the hell not? Yeah. Crowd's gonna be super hot. They're gonna be, gonna be so, so happy to hot, see and I think uh, Pac Neville, whatever this man's real name is, I think he genuinely loves getting booed. Yeah, he looks. He, like you think he would have done something about his character or just the way he looks if he didn't like <laughs> getting booed and hated? <laughs> yeah, um, I think he. Yeah, he really likes being the bastard. He loves being the bastard, the uh, and yeah. getting a win over Orange Cassidy is uh, is is what Good a heat. bastard Good would heat. exactly do. Yeah, and you know, be cheap, hit him with a chair after the match, do some real shit. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Let's go to the Women's World Championship match. What about lo- what about Rose. loser drinks orange juice? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, after brushing their teeth. <laughs> right after, yeah, they have to brush their teeth and then, uh, yeah. That'd yeah. be terrible. Uh, <laughs> so Nyla Rose is defending her newly won championship against Chris Statlander, the top woman of the division. Yeah. Uh, should be a fun match. Should be a fun match. Should, yeah, could be a fun match. Um, no, should be. Should be a fun match, Mike. Nyla Rose isn't going to lose this, though. <laughs> not yet. Not but yet. Statlander. Statlander's a future right. champion, so why not let him have Definitely. a match right now? Yeah, it'll be fun. Of course it will be. Uh, yeah, just like this next match. Darby Allen taking on Sammy Guevara. You know, two strong staples of the mid-card. Uh, yeah, two two little guys who will put their body on the line. That'll be a fun one. Yeah, this, no stip. Yeah, no no stip. This will be great. Uh, God, you know, Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara has. I don't think he's like ever won a. <laughs> I don't think he's ever won a match. Uh, so let's just uh, give this one to Darby Allen, shall we? <laughs> yeah, why why let him win one now? <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then uh, making his debut in AEW, finally Jake Hager. We'll be fighting Dustin Rhodes in what should be a good match. Jake Hager taking on uh, Dustin Rhodes. This will be a lot of fun. I've never seen Jake Hager wrestle at all. Um, You know, I wasn't in the game back when he was in the WWE, so I'm really excited just to see how they present him and what he does in the ring and walk home with a big dub. Yeah, yeah, should be fun. Uh, then we get Kenny Omega and Adam Page defending their tag team championships against the Young Bucks in what should be a barn burner of a tag type. Oh, because because they all are. Every single yeah. AEW pay per view tag is just uh, just a happy little spot fest. It's gonna be. It has match of the week written all over it. Match of the week? Yeah. No, that's too much. That's too many of the well, week we'll things. See. <laughs> well, we don't. Yeah, we don't do a match of the week, but they, they all, oftentimes they can, the wrestler of the week. Yes, is very was much a part of it. the match of the week or whatever. So what, whatever, whatever awards this could win, uh, it has the potential always. And some someone's turning. Someone's turning. There's, someone's this one's gonna turning. Be, 
Yeah. Uh, Storyline in this match is going to be great. Is the it, drama. Yeah, exactly. Are the Bucks going to turn on Kenny? Uh, is Hangman going to p- turn on Kenny? Uh, what if Hangman just says, you know what, fuck you guys, and walks away and kind of lets, creates this awkward, like, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega two-on-one thing, but neither one of them yeah. really want to beat each other down. It's uh, This is where the drama's going to be. Uh, yeah. The Young Bucks, though, are going to be finishing the match as the champions. I don't, yeah, I don't, some, I don't know uh, what I don't know what's gonna happen, but I think those two men will have a, a terrible victory party because whatever, what, however they win is gonna be under some sour circumstances be, yes. by hook or by crook. That's that's they what they will. say. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to the co-main event. <laughs> Another huge storyline that uh, has been building for months here, because Cody is finally going to get his hands on MJF. He's been through the lashings. He's been through Wardlow in a cage. He's been through not touching MJF. Uh, so he's he's got his shot. He's here. He's made it. Uh, it should be an excellent match. It should be an excellent match. This has been built in that same uh, classic way that previous Cody matches have been built because there will be people on both sidelines. Wardlow will be on the yeah. sideline. Arn Anderson, yeah. Brandy Rhodes going to be on the sideline. People are going to get kicked out. Something's going to happen. Uh, might even get a new, might get lights out, lights on. New could get a light, could up. get a lights out, lights on type <laughs> situation. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and both these guys need to win. On, uh, I think too. Uh, yeah, I feel like MJF might schmoz his way into a win here. and I feel, and I think, is Cody so hot that, like, a loss on a pay-per-view would not affect him? Is he that hot? Yeah, he can handle it. And since he can't go for the title anyways right now. That- he can't go for the title right now anyways. MJF is uh, still undefeated on pay-per-views. Uh, he's 6-1. and one. Yeah. Uh, overall, so he can do just fine with a win. Uh, that way, it would have meant like all of this was for something. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. of course, of course, Cody overcoming the odds. Uh, he can play that and do it so well. Um, yeah, and I mean, he's already just getting here. He already overcame, and you know, the crowd already loves him. Of course, of course, so. yeah. Uh, I see MJF walking home with this win, um, but not not without putting out a big fight. Yeah, and someone's yeah. someone's getting bloody. Someone's getting yeah, red. Yeah, I don't Cody's know who it's gonna, gonna be. Bleed. Someone's gonna be red. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably Cody. Probably uh, Cody. But uh, we might see some blood in this main event as well, because we got Chris Jericho, Le Champion, defending against John Moxley, the Mox Man. Uh, yeah, this one will be another solid match. I'm sure uh, Inner Circle members will be trying to fuck around on the outside. Who knows? Are there any but stips in this in this match? There are uh, no stips. No stips announced. Interesting. But yeah, I could see. Um, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I think Jericho's gonna win the match, but maybe he does some greasy shit, which leads to a stip for the follow up. A follow fo- a, fo- a follow up stip. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because it would seem. I mean, and just like you just like you mentioned earlier about there hasn't been a single or this was the first DQ finish that just happened. Like I don't see them ending this in a DQ way. No. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Especially like after all that's being being built, DQ would feel bad. Uh, and Moxley's first loss would be huge. Well, either yeah. of these guys' oh, first uh, loss. This yeah this this one could really go either it, way. 
yeah, it's gonna be a fun one to watch just to see how they book their how they book their way out of it. Because this was this was the first this was the first main event feud. This, I you know, uh, or for the belt rather, right? I think last time what? Oh no, Cody, Cody uh, and Chris. Well, yeah, Cody and Jericho. Uh, Jericho Page were the first match. All right. But but yeah, this one's been like prolonged. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Okay. I, I get you. You. You get what I'm trying to say, uh, or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. This. This feels like the first big thing that AEW's done. Just feels like it. Yeah. Um. God. When the Moxman wins that thing, it's gonna be huge. But uh, I don't think it's tonight, or I don't tomorrow. I don't think it's then. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think they're gonna do it yet either. It's too bad. But his time. His, his time, time will, will come. come. His time will come. We all know. Uh, not just not now. But there you have it, folks. That was our revolution uh, preview. So let's hope. Uh, let's get those. Let's get those results in because uh, the preview is coming up next week. Uh, it's almost time to finish off our show. Let's just finish it off with our respective wrestlers of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. A bunch of shows. We went to Saudi. Mike, who you got? <laughs> well, this week, uh, basing it on the in-ring, as we had some excellent wrestling. And, of course, the best match of all was Kenny Omega taking on Pac. And I had to pick one. So I'll go with Kenny Omega. He was the victor. Uh, Kenny Omega. Mercy of the week. Kenny Omega. Mike, you won't believe this. For two weeks in a row, you and I have the uh, the exact same Wrestler of the week, it's of course. Unanimous. Happened. Unanimous, you know. Uh, yes. they, of course, it happened with Cody um, last week, and that's about it. Uh, this, is the fir- this is the first time that Kenny Omega has received the unanimous honor, so there you have it. All right. With another incredible week, and that was another great week of the Street Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Remember to rate, review, like, and subscribe to the show. We're everywhere, baby, and we're popping out two shows a week these days. Uh, yeah, we're, back. we're so super show, super, super. We're doing a super show. We're super showdowns um, every single week. So you're gonna want to stay tuned until we have our next show uh, when we got to cover said aforementioned pay per view. Um, so join join us back next week, won't you? Won't you, folks? Dig it! <laughs> <laughs>